welcome back. You're listening to episode 97 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as... Children Controlling Parents. Good one. Yeah. I like it. Thanks. Um, This week, we watched The Florida Project. Um, It's available on Netflix streaming. It came out in 2017. It was written and directed by Sean Baker. Distributed by A24... It had a budget of $2 million and made $11.3 million box office domestic. I'm just going to start saying that now because I usually look up the box office on Wikipedia and it's like only domestic, mm-hmm. even though Maybe when I only think of... US? Yes. Or, yeah. Well, I guess depending on where the money was made, if we watched like a foreign film, I guess domestic yeah. would be in they, that country. Yeah. Um, I was going somewhere with that. Oh, I... I wouldn't think it would make a huge difference with indie movies. Like, the movies that do bigger overseas, I feel like, usually are bigger blockbusters. Movies. Yeah. Anyways, that's the background I have for the Florida Project. What about you? Um, The runtime is an hour 50. The genre is a comedy slash drama, but comedy. I didn't... Comedy? Right? This was there not... Were, there are not many laughs at... No. Maybe you think a one-time, one or two times i chuckled but it wasn't like oh that's a funny thing yeah. it was like oh god i'm, I'm uncomfortable uncomfortable laughter this movie is rated r which checks out yeah the other deserve ri- it of the rating, i would say <laughs> the other writer is chris bergok um, it. it premiered <laughs> i don't want to say anything um it premiered at cons and this movie is set in Kissimmee, Florida. Oh, I've been to Kissimmee. It's right outside Orlando. My mom's friend used to live in Kissimmee. We stayed there when we went to Disney World. Yeah, so it's kind of like contrasting. What a weird name for a town. Yeah. Kissimmee. But also like... I, I think it's actually it's like a Native American tribe maybe or something. Oh, maybe. Um, So it's kind of contrasting like Disney World with motel they're at and so motel is called the magic castle and that's where the characters live most of the characters in this movie right um the title of the movie like you said is the florida project and that was the original name of disney world oh thank you for doing that research i was wondering what the title wikipedia delivered okay they gave me a lot of good background stuff let's see if they deliver on the if I'm correct on it, it was like a Native American tribe, the Kissimmee. Okay, you keep looking. Okay. So I would say the one star of this movie that like is a recognizable name is Willem Dafoe. And he played the hotel, the motel manager, Bobby. He was nominated for um, Best Supporting Actor for this nice. I th- role. I think Willem Dafoe did a good job in this. I mean, a little more subdued Willem Dafoe. As we've seen shows in the past. that he has he has range. Range. I I feel like most after watching this, I'm like most of the things I've seen Willem Dafoe, I really even if I don't love the movie, I really like he Willem Dafoe. Yeah. What else has he been besides Lighthouse? Um, Spider Man. He played the Green Goblin. Okay. He was in uh, the Aquatic Life of Steve Zazu. He played like one of the crew members. It's a Wes Anderson movie. Okay. Um, those are the ones that come to mind. I like him in all of those. I had never even heard of him until we watched... You've seen the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, though, right? Yeah, but I don't remember who the Green Goblin was. All I just right. remember Tobey Maguire. I know what we're watching next week. The independent movie, Spider-Man. That is not independent. You know the things that I remember from Spider-Man. Kirsten Dunst. That kiss. Mm, the upside-down Spider-Man kiss. Yeah. Pretty iconic scene. That's about it, from what I remember. Okay. He gets bit by a spider. That's true. All right. Sorry, back to Florida Project. Willem Dafoe was nominated. Yeah. And then the other characters are, the main characters are Haley, who is Mooney's mother. Mooney. Who's like the main character, I would say. Yeah, the child. She's a six-year-old. Which, dang, doesn't that like give you some sad thoughts that she's uh, only like six years old? going through all that and stuff, yeah. Um, Scooty, who's Mooney's friend, and Jancy or Yancy? I think was, it was Jancy. 
who is also Mooney's friend. Um, those are the main characters. Yeah. Uh, I I had this as a note for like later in Closing Thoughts, but it's sort of related to what you were talking about now with the casting. I really... I respected like the casting choices and thought like most of the people did a good job in their roles and all these were pretty much unknowns or uh, in a lot of the cases like their first role in a movie mm-hmm. which was very impressive besides Willem Dafoe of course mm-hmm. um, so I, I thought that was a positive of it uh, I have the Kissimmee results oh my gosh we're all dying. the etymology of the name Kissimmee is debated apart from general agreement that it is Native American in origin I'll take that as a win. Thank you very much. <laughs> so nobody knows? That's not a win. No, it says... That oh, as it, to, like, Apart why? from the general agreement that it is of Native American origin. They're not sure why it's called that, I guess. But everybody generally agrees that it's from Native American origin. Okay. Good job, Caleb. Thank you, Wikipedia, again. So I didn't come up with a sentence this week, but I'll do my best to uh, spitball here. What a disgusting term. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, Relates to the movie. So, so the movie um, shows, I would say, the life of residents of this hotel in Florida, in Kissimmee, Florida. What? Motel. Is it a motel? Yeah. What's the difference? Motels are usually not as nice and a longer stay. I would say motel, your door goes to the outside. Hotel, your door goes to like the oh, hallway. Yeah, that's another one. Um, so it follows the life of these different residents at this motel in Florida outside of Orlando and kind of contrasts, you know, the picturesque Disney world with actual residents of this touristy town mm-hmm. um, was a focus on mm-hmm. um, this young child who uh, has like a, is being raised by a single mother who is really struggling to get her stuff together. Yeah. That's good. Okay. You did it. All right. So before we get into that. Yeah. Our first song we hear is Cool in the Gang, oh Celebrate or Celebration, whatever it's called. Yeah. And uh, I forgot Yahoo or Woohoo? <laughs> Apparently it's Yahoo. I always this thought they were time, saying yeah. wo- Woohoo. Woohoo! This is a celebration. Yeah, but apparently it's and Yahoo! <laughs> That's where Yahoo got their name, maybe. Mm. All right, so that, that out of the way, now to get sad. Right, everything else we're going to say is just depressing. So, get ready. Go ahead. Depress me. Okay, well, for the first maybe like half hour to hour, I didn't take any notes. And then Caleb was like, are you going to take some notes? And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I should take some notes. So, a lot of these are just like comments or quotes or questions. Kind of to go, like, to yes and if you're summary, Mooney and her friends are on summer break, and they live in a motel, but they don't really have a lot of structure to their day or adult supervision. They kind of just, like, run around this area. Um, there's another motel that's nearby, and they go over there and, like, make friends there. Um... And they basically, like, wreak havoc everywhere they go. I mean, on one hand, they're like kids, so it's not, like, terrible. But there's definitely a disrespect towards adults, like, with everything they do. Like, the first thing is they spit on this lady's car. Right. And then... And and a child. Yeah. A a fellow child. And that kid later becomes one of their friends, which is just, That's Jancy. Yeah. Which, which is weird because the the lady, um, Grandma Stacy, seems like she has a little bit more structure and like discipline. Stacy, that's her name. Um, and discipline for the kids she's watching, and yet she lets uh, Jancy, like, go hang out with Moody and Scooty, even though they, like, spit on her car and stuff. And her. And her. 
I found that to be a little odd. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, the first note I take is uh, nightmare children that I am sure I will feel bad for later. And I do, by the end of this. Yeah, I mean, kind of. You don't feel bad for the six-year-old? Do you think it's all their fault? No. Okay, we can get into it. Go ahead. We're oh. talking about it now. Oh, okay. Do I feel bad? Definitely not in the beginning, because I just felt like they were really disrespectful and rude and mean. They are um, vulgar children. Yeah, but that's their upbringing, so I guess I... If if we're doing the whole, like, nurture versus nature thing, you know? Interesting. I usually hear it as nature versus nurture. You flipped it on its head. That that a lot, that a that shows where you stand in this argument. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, Nate. What, what did you say? Nature versus nurture. Why does it matter? I was just making a joke. Okay. I mean, obviously, they are products of their environment and... They're not getting a lot at home. And, I mean, Mooney's mom, I'm sorry, but she's a mess. Like, she's just mm-hmm. a mess. She doesn't have a stable job or, like, really a job. And she's not to, like, I'm not trying to, like, how do I do this about looking down on them? Like, because <laughs> I'm not trying to, like. I'm sure it's tough being a single mom, especially a young single mom. And maybe she didn't have the support of, like, her parents or... Yeah, I mean, we never meet them. And if history has taught us anything, you know, parents... When children become parents, they kind of have learned from their own parents and kind of repeat what they... Yeah. How they were treated kind of way, how they were raised. Unless she was, like, rebelling. Which... Did seem like her personality type. Yeah. But I just... It was hard for me to feel bad for the mom. I guess if I'm feeling bad for anyone in the movie, it's the kids. Well, that's what I said. Nightmare children that I... I mean, I guess you could argue Haley is a child because she's, like, younger. But she has a six-year-old kid, so she's got to be at least, like, 22 or something, right? Yeah. Just okay. not I, a child I guess in the I eyes feel bad law. for them a little bit, but... I kind of feel like this is me. No, let's hear it. I kind of feel like they're going to be going to a better, or Mooney will be going to make a more stable home environment. How does that mean? Possibly. How does that mean to the children? It's probably a dis at Haley that like she. Well, yeah. Again, I said children. I'm not talking about the parents. Okay. All right. This you movie feel just bad made for me, the children. This movie just made me like really uncomfortable. I did not enjoy that's watching. That's art like, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's what the goal was, it succeeded. Okay. So, I, what I really want to take a moment to talk about before we get, you know, too deep and lose track in all of this is Bobby. Mm. Bobby, the motel manager. Played by Willem Dafoe. I feel like he seems like a really good guy who just has a... Ooh, seems like. Yeah. Okay. Let me... <laughs> um, who has, a like, a tough job. I would not want his job. Would you want his job? No. no. Yeah, that's what I thought. And he's definitely going, like, above and beyond what is asked of him mm-hmm. at his job. Okay. I'm waiting for the butt. Well... We see, like, a little glimpse, because we meet his son, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem like, it seems like he's divorced, maybe, or never married from the mom, and it seems like that's a contentious area in his life. So, he's not a good person because he doesn't like his (laughs) ex-wife? No, I'm... Seems like it just means I don't know enough information about him because you know what? Like I want it. This let let me left me wanting to know like what's Bobby's story? You know. I, f- I feel like uh, we got enough of it. No, I wanted more. I found him to be way more yeah, interesting. Yeah, always leave him wanting more though. 
you flush it out too much, and then you're like, all right, why are we here in this random side story about Bobby? But I wanted him to be one of the main characters. I wanted him... I feel like Bobby was one of the main characters. Yeah, I just... And this is going to sound like I don't like children, which I do like children. I just don't like seeing children behave in the way these children were behaving. But I felt like it was too focused on the kids. I didn't... I wasn't as invested in the kids as I was maybe in the adults for some reason. I don't know why. I'm guessing you're not feeling the same way. I mean, I liked Bobby. My suggested title for this episode is The World Needs More Bobbies. Nice. Um, But but I, I think the way the story was told through the kid's perspective was like a a different take on it a little bit of like dealing with these hard topics but seeing it kind of through the kid's eye yeah but then also getting some adult perspectives in there with bobby and um ashley and uh Haley. ashley is scooty's mom right yeah all right i'm gonna throw some things out at you you ready Okay. That's a good point. I'm, I see what you're saying. It was a unique perspective. I just... I didn't love the kids, and so... Well, yeah, I don't think the point of the movie is to, like, oh, look at these likable kids that... <laughs> okay. Okay. Because, as you were talking about before, the environment that they were raised up in, like... Yeah. Put yourself in that scenario. Are you going to be, like, the perfect child? No. I probably would hate that child. I thought, uh, just on sort of a related note, the child talk and conversations were very believable, besides the vulgarity. Yeah. Of, like, just, you know, the scatterbrain nature. And yes. just like, oh, like, let's no, play they pretend did, in these certain They definitely scenarios. did a good job. I mean, yeah, it was definitely believable that they were, like... More, more striking child performance. Mooney and this, or I forget the characters' names, but the little girl and little Miss Sunshine. I knew exactly how Abigail Breslin. <laughs> Abigail, every, all day, every day. Yeah. I love that movie. No, I know you love the movie. Oh, but... no, she does a great job in that movie. Okay. Were you going to go Mooney? I don't know. It might just be a recency bias. I, I, it's been probably a decade since I've seen that yeah. movie, so it's, been it's a just while. a comparison a good movie, that came though. to mind. I like that movie. I feel like that was one of my early indie movies like one of the first ones you saw yeah, or something like i mean that was a while ago like steve carell i love the office i didn't know the office back then <laughs> i love michael scott <laughs> okay she didn't correct me guys you heard it I, no i don't love michael <laughs> scott no i will not go on record All right. okay continuing here is a thoughts. quote from the movie that sums up am i supposed to guess the character is this a game Sure. Okay. Okay. But I know you love games, but I think this like kind of sums it all up. Okay. All right. Ready? She can do whatever she wants. Uh, that was ha- Haley. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep telling you to say Hallie. Maybe because it's I how it was spelled. spelled weird. Like yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about Mooney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those are being picked up. Probably. That is... Like, does that just sum it all up? Yeah, that sums it up pretty well. Why didn't you do the synopsis? <laughs> I I was thinking when you were doing the synopsis, like, how did you... How did we just... How did you agree to, like, just always do the synopsis? I think I started with it one time. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I wrote one sentence for this first one we did. I can totally do this every time. I know, but, like... I just love how, like, that's just now the thing, and it's never been asked of me to well, give one. When we uh, start the new year and maybe start in a new direction, maybe you can take that over. Or maybe we won't do a synopsis. Whoa. I do like your synopsis scenes. Yeah, I feel like they... Totally. <laughs> I do! Because it's like, they give you a little bit of insight into the movie, and, but like, not... A lot, just like a little. Like a synopsis. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But then, like, someone could pause it and be like, wait, I want to go watch this first. Yeah. 
And that's because of you, Caleb. Oh my god, I'm on Yeah. Okay. So Hallie sucks. Haley, damn it. <laughs> I keep reading my writing and being like, that's Hallie for sure. I'm like, no, they definitely call her Haley in the yeah, can Haley, we please? I would. I, I mean, I know first, it's not fair, but I gotta go through a list of her. Early on in the movie, you're faults. like, okay, she's just trying to you know, keep it light because they're yeah. in a tough situation. But yeah. then, yeah, later in the movie, she just really goes off the rails and. Can we please? Does some very questionable things, but I was mainly just referring to like her friend Ashley works at like a Waffle House equivalent and like goes there and like tries to pretty woman her. I guess you would call it. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll buy all the waffles. A, how was she going to pay for all of that? She did somehow, apparently. I d- it didn't show her actually paying. It showed Ashley putting down the bill, but it didn't show her paying. Well, we find out later how she was paying for things. Mm, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's start with that. So... I'm guessing that Mooney met Scooty through Haley and Ashley being friends. Right. And at first we see that Haley and Ashley are pretty good friends and... Not as tight as Mooney and Scooty, though. But the, they hang out every day. Yeah, that's true. Well, Ashley is, like, working. She has yeah. a job, you know? Sorry, Trying Haley. To pull herself up by yeah, bootstraps. she is. Um... What was my point of that? Okay, so like at first they're just good friends, but then some things happen. Um, I don't know if we want to spoil that. But something happens that makes Ashley be like, take a step back. Like maybe Mooney and Haley are not good influences. I should distance myself from them. She doesn't actually tell Haley that. She's just like, they're. I don't. Just like you're not allowed to. To Scooty, you're not allowed to hang out with Minnie. Yeah, and and she tells Haley that too, like, but just doesn't give her the reason of why. Um, and I feel like that that's how Haley kind of deals with conflict, and that's then how Mooney deals with conflict. Like, it was just not solved well. It wasn't solved at all. It was just like this abrupt, like, you can't hang out with this person anymore. This person is a terrible person. Like, I just, I, I don't know. Like, that's that must be tough for, for Mooney to see, like, because this is her best friend. This is the person that she hangs out with every day. Mm-hmm. Um. And then just one day, she's just not allowed to hang out with him anymore. Yeah, and I, I you kind of get why, because Minnie seems like a, not about it. But these other kids aren't innocent, you know? Yeah. No, they're like, all... Because multiple times throughout, we're seeing, like... Who was influencing who? Well, that, but also, um, who was the early kid who Dickie? moved? Dickie? Mm-hmm. And the dad was like, nah, he's not hanging out with you guys. Mm-hmm. But it's also like these other kids aren't innocent. Like, hmm. They're it's not, all... It's not like she's just ordering them around to do stuff. No. Yeah. They're all complicit. Yes. I mean, they're all fairly young children who have not developed, you know, um, skills to help them figure out what's right and wrong and conflict, conflict resolution. I mean, Jancy probably the most out of all of them, but she's easily impressionable. And so then it doesn't matter. Her morals just don't matter. You know whose take I would love on this movie I just thought of? Mm. Karen Laibanow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you gotta have her watch it. She probably would have a lot to say about this movie. Yeah. Okay. That's my mom. <laughs> we just say it like that because that's how like her phone... I wonder if the new phone will say it like that. It'll be like, call from Karen Laibanow. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, well, she wouldn't be calling herself, but yeah. Kathy Laibanow. Yeah, like, if you're going to get... Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to explain myself. Anyways, I would love to hear her take on that. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Just like last week, 
We needed an old person perspective. This week we need a child psychologist perspective. <laughs> you gotta start calling in experts. We really should have. <laughs> we are not equipped to, to diagnose these people. No, people want to hear our opinions. Yeah, they do. Um, okay. So, that's one knock at Haley. That conflict re- resolution is not her forte. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's take a moment to talk about the soliciting. So, she goes over to <laughs> the... That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. She goes over to, like, a nice hotel. Like nearby. a resort. Yeah. And she's, like, selling perfume in the parking lot. And eventually she gets caught by, like, their security guard. What inspired this business venture? She needed money. Yeah, and but, so, like, such a weird, like... I don't know, Gail. Perfume? Well, maybe she's thinking, like, a tourist would want that. Anyways, continue. It's unclear. We have to wonder, you know, what Haley's mom and dad did for work, you know? I don't know. So, she, and she's taking... See, now that, I feel like, is more of an area that was not flushed out as much. As, like, Bobby, I felt satiated. I think he's a good guy right now. I don't want to learn more and and tarnish that appearance Uh, of him in my mind, you know, that vision. Whereas... Well, let's hear a little more backstory about Haley. Is she yeah. native to Kissimmee? Did she come down here for work? To work at like Disney World or something? or something, And got pregnant? And What did her parents do? Where are they at? Are they alive? That type of stuff, I feel like, maybe. I think in the beginning of the movie, and this isn't enough background, but I'm just saying, I think in the beginning she was like either stripping or dancing for money. No, I think that's correct as well. But yeah, like... And she got fired. Was she a native to this area? Yeah, I don't know. Why was she living at a motel? Probably didn't have enough money to... Or shouldn't... Yeah, like, have enough money to pay, like, a deposit on an apartment or something type of thing. I don't know. It's just living so week by week. sad. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah, not uh, not an uplifting film. No, I don't think there was anything uplifting about but this. But then again, this is the indie genre, so there's not, like, a ton of uplifting stories, you know? Yeah. This isn't like Hollywood. It's like more real life. Yeah. Trying to think of the last... uh, It's almost felt like a documentary. Yeah. I'd say that's a compliment to the movie. Yeah, like... Because of how well it was acted, you think? I feel like Operator maybe was last like kind of feel good. Not that it was a good movie, but... No. Anyways. Yeah, I think... Not a good movie. Yeah, as I mentioned, the... Like, first time or unknown actors, I think they did a pretty good job of playing the characters they were cast as. Yeah. I I believe uh, Haley is that person who's like, I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> but no. I'm going to dump out this can of soda in your lobby because I'm mad. <laughs> Box up all my leftovers and I'll throw them in the parking lot. Okay. I guess for a moment I'm going to feel bad for Haley. I can't believe I got to this point. I can't believe it. But I think she has unresolved... Clearly. I'm not saying I don't feel bad for her. I'm sure she's had a very tough life. But could start making better choices. She to really try to could. She it. could turn over a new leaf. Like Get a job with your friend at the... Well, she did say it she seems was kinda... like Well, no, it seems like she applied and someone else got it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't think she really tried to. Anyways, how are you feeling bad for Haley? Okay. Nothing on the Haley hate fest. I get the the vibe that, like, she has some kind of unresolved issues from her past. And she's very just angry about that and hasn't worked that out. Needs some closure. Yeah. Or just therapy um well for sure because she's just mad and the people that she chooses to be mad at it's mainly like authority figures you know um other adults i i do think she loves her kid but i don't think that she's giving this kid 
a good life. Any kind of tools for success. Mm. She's teaching her how to be like her. Yeah. Which which is what she knows. <laughs> but yeah, not setting her up for future success. I know, but I feel like there are some things that she has to know are wrong. Like she has to know Okay, remind me what was the part where you felt bad for? Her? Or wait, back into Haley Hate Fest. <laughs> I feel bad that she didn't get her life together and she has a kid and she's choosing to repeat this cycle. I don't know. Like, I I guess I don't really feel that bad for her. <laughs> I feel like this whole movie was like a PSA for why kids need adult supervision. But like an adult who is like loving and um, has, promotes structure and yeah, the, mainly those two things. Because while I'm I'm all for like kids playing and exploring and um, being creative, a lot of the things they do are not productive. All right, so let's do a more positive note now, since we've been so negative about some of the characters, not about the movie necessarily, but just about the characters being flawed. Um, which this will come from one negative character, but then. We'll show you why the world needs more bobbies. Mm-hmm. So there's a Robert Durst-looking pedophile oh my <laughs> creeping God. around the little uh, kids. Like, that hey, whole scene went on way too long. Bobby comes in there and it's like, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm looking for a soda. So he goes, shows him the soda thing. Then he knows he's like trying to be a pedophile and like kidnap one of these kids or something. Like, takes his ID like, I'm calling the cops. Get the hell out of here. It's like, good job, Bobby. Yeah. Because Bobby, throughout he's, the movie, we he's see... He's the is, adult supervisor. Like but, if, I mean, like... That wasn't... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, is, like, doing it in a fun-loving way, but still, like, has the kid's best interest at heart. Like, yeah. oh, I'll help you play some hide-and-seek, you know, just to, like, take your mind off of, like, how serious things are and stuff. Yeah. And then like, oh, catch you like you are the ones who turned off the power, but I won't <laughs> really. I mean, he like will say, if you do this again, like you're out, but then he won't actually kick them out. He's a softy. I mean, he feels bad. How can you not feel bad for everyone involved in the situation, but mainly the children? Was that a? I didn't think that. I thought that was rhetorical. Sorry, it it was. Um, Because I'm sure, like Bobby's mindset is like society has kind of deserted these people, you know, like given up on them. Mm -hmm. But they're still human beings, and like they're still good at heart, and they still love their kids, even. Even though some of their actions are questionable, like he does take the time to kind of get to know his um, residents. Well, they're not uh, supposed to be residents, but his tenants. Yeah, and guest. Yeah, and I think that goes above and beyond what is asked of him or what is normal for that role. And you kind of see a contrast of like another motel manager who is just like no we don't want your kind around here yeah and like ups the price and yeah um all right so i think we've pretty well got out our feelings on the movie would you say that's yeah do you have any other things to say i have one like oh my gosh i had one positive oh well let's hear it okay you ready for this no okay so mooney and Jancy are like in the wilderness, this like foresty area. Sound like you said wilderness. Wilderness. Okay. Um, like near the motel, and there's this tree, mm. and it's kind of like fallen over. Mm-hmm. And Mooney says, "This is my favorite tree because it fell, but it's still growing." 
Mm. And I felt and that's like... That's like falling off the horse, but, you know, getting back on. Is that what you're going to say? Sorry uh, for interrupting. I mean, kind of. I felt like it was Mooney's metaphor for survival. Like, everyone in... Not everyone. A lot of people in that motel and characters in the movie have kind of fallen Their tree off. have fallen. Yeah. Their trees have fallen. But... They're choosing, it might not be all good stuff, but they're choosing to keep going even though they are downtrodden. And I feel like Mooney perspe- probably... Perceptive. I know, for like a six-year-old? Oh, I meant from you for picking that up. but Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I just felt like that was like, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know? Mooney is somewhat aware of what is going on in her life in like the grand scheme of things and she she is developing ways to survive in determination while i don't think that all of those are like positive ways she is developing those skills of survival and for a six-year-old that's asking a lot i think asking too much so yeah i wanted to get that in there Okay. Well, I have one more sort of tangentially related thing. Well, my side notes are not lighthearted uh, this episode. Weird. But, it's not. But this is like not related to the movie. movie. It's well, not a. Okay. I was. No, sorry. Just trying to make it lighthearted by saying it wasn't lighthearted. Um, <laughs> you know. So this is not really related to the movie at all. Just the setting. Do you think Disney will ever change their name because Walt sucked? hard no i think they are like it's so much the brand but just think of like how much stuff has come to pass in the last few years you know the washington redskins who nobody thought would ever change their name have changed their names i think it will happen eventually it might not be in my lifetime but eventually people are gonna be like hey that disney guy really sucked we should change our name to just like i don't think it's cartoon company (laughs) i don't think it's widely known i don't think people care to know and i don't think it's widely known how much he was a terrible person. So. I think it's well known. Okay. I'll do a survey. People may choose to just ignore it, but they know. Okay. So no is your answer? Yeah. I think it'll happen. Wow. In our lifetimes, I bet. Wow. I don't see that happening at all. Okay. That the company of Disney. Just because of what it represents. Their name. They represent like all this, you know, happy, oh, perfect, picturesque world, but then your founders like anti Semite among other things. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot you could say too about big to how, change. Like they're a corporation. Like they may represent happiness and children and lightheartedness but it's expensive to even like get in there and that keeps a lot of people out i don't know i just feel like they don't really care like they seem like they care but they want to make money it's a business oh i'm aware i'm not saying they are a good company i'm saying that's the image they tried to put forward yeah i'm just saying it's so no is your answer yeah okay you want to talk about some final thoughts or do you feel pretty good well we we can final thought it okay okay my final thoughts are we don't have like segment music for this so you don't have to <laughs> like wait i feel like we've been pausing a lot lately <laughs> final thoughts all right final I, thoughts that was me collecting my thoughts caleb finally Yes. Okay. Oh, I get it. Ah, that's funny. (laughs) All right. I will say that in talking about this movie, maybe I like it a a tinch more just because... classic. I know. I need this conversation. (laughs) This is why Kathy wanted to start a podcast with me. (laughs) so that you would talk about what we watch. So I will say that, like, I'm kind of with you a little bit on how it is a unique perspective and not really done that much. And it's done well. I mean, it's well acted. That being said, I don't feel like... I feel like if I hadn't watched this, I would have been fine. Like, it's not changing my life. It's not... 
groundbreaking in my mind besides the perspective which is cool um i just didn't love this movie and it's probably because it made me uncomfortable which is probably what it was supposed to do but i don't know i just it was really hard to watch as someone who like works with kids and this stuff is really sad you know I don't know. I, it was just hard. These are your final thoughts. Say whatever you want. You don't have to like take uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but speak your mind. I'm not judging you over here or anything. Oh, I know. I, that's what I had to say. It was just a really hard movie to watch, and I, and I just don't see like a I, a great future for Mooney. Like I hope. I hope she's going to finally get some support. And... Well, that's the good thing is it's a movie. So this person is a real but, but there when are you think so there are so many moonies. So many moonies. That's a good title as well. There are so like I've met moonies. So many moonies, not enough bobbies. All right. I'll write that down. <laughs> that's good. Okay. All right. My final thoughts are I, I echo your sentiments for the most part. That was a good, unique perspective. One thing we didn't uh, touch on really was the cinematography choice to use like bright colors, yes. which sort of like painted that Disney picturesque. But then mm-hmm. it's also, con- uh, like in the backdrop of like kind of overgrown landscape and like neglected areas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to show that contrast again between. Very um, good, Caleb. Very good. The picturesque Disney World versus the town surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, it won't be like, it's not like one of my top movies, but I, I thought it told a story about something that should overlooked. be told and off uh, people that are often overlooked, like yeah. homeless almost and um, the downtrodden and mm-hmm. whatnot. And like you said, to its credit, had a like uh, documentary-esque feel to it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a a point in the positive side for a movie that is trying to tackle an issue like this. Yeah. And then real. just a quick negative, the bizarre ending. So if you've seen the movie or if you watch it later, I don't know what the heck that ending was. So that not, that doctored a few points. Yeah, the ending We don't was, have to get into that. It was but, terrible. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we did a good job not spoiling this. So go us. Um, for once. Yeah, right. <laughs> Because it's almost, like, too upsetting to even mention, you know, some yeah. of the stuff that happens. It's like, I don't want to talk about that. So it was intentional. Um, but, yeah. All right. Let's rank the Florida Project. All right. I would like to rank it number 25. 25, huh? I was I was thinking lower. So you moved it up a couple I, notches. I have moved it up a little bit. I was thinking like big yawn eighteen. <laughs> I was thinking like eighteen. Show me, show me the rankings. You like the lucky more than this? Because no. I feel like you, from hearing you talk about this, you had a lot more to say and like this a lot more than lucky. Okay, I feel like I liked Wakefield more than this. What's Wakefield at? 21. It's right above Lucky. Maybe we could put it at 22. A, a, a back-to-back 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22 again. So you want to put it above the last word? I like the last word. I like the last word, too. I just think this is a more... I guess last word was a more unique story to its credit. <laughs> Yeah. But was very cheesy. Yeah. Alright. Okay. It's only fair. Why is it only fair? I I don't want this to just be my rankings. Well I just like that that area I think is a little contentious for me. Like, I didn't love Winter's Bone or Hey, right, we're getting uh, towards the, like, 40 mark. If you want to, do you want to, like, move some stuff around? Really? I mean, 
we have to both agree on it, but yeah. Okay. I think we can move Wakefield up because now thinking about it, I think I liked it more than Winter's Bone. Last maybe word. Maybe we could move Wakefield to 18. 18. I'd and be okay with that. And then Florida put Uncut Project. Gems at number five. Absolutely not. <laughs> Uncut Gems can stay exactly where it is. So move that to 18 and, and then put Florida, Florida Project, Project right behind nine, it. 19. I think I'd be okay with that. Is that the only move you're wanting to make? I feel rushed for time, so yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay with that. Wakefield definitely was unique. It was so unique. I mean, it very was well, weird, well but, acted by but, Mr. Cranston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. So for those following along at home, Wakefield will now be moved up to number eighteen, mm-hmm. followed by the Florida Project at number nineteen, and then everything else just kind of shifted down. So the last word is nineteen now, or I'm sorry, twenty now. Crystal yeah. clear. <laughs> we'll tweet out an updated <laughs> rankings for everybody. Yes. All right, so those are the new updated rankings. Let's move on to currently captivating positives. My currently captivating positive is sports. Mm. No, more specifically, college basketball is back. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to bore everybody with sports because I know that's not everybody's thing, but... Watching KU basketball is one of my favorite pastimes. Done it since I was a wee lad. My <laughs> father sent me a picture that uh, proves that. Maybe that, that could that be the podcast I'm this week? I mean, it's like a little kid, you know, it's sort of related. <laughs> okay, sure. It has nothing to do with the movie, though. Uh, I'm a child in the picture. <laughs> okay. The children in the movie. But what is on your head? Well, now we got to at least tweet it out so people know, or post it on Instagram or whatever, so people know what we're talking about. No, no, no. It could be the podcast. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, KU basketball's back. Sad, <laughs> sad that uh didn't get to finish out last season yeah. because they had a really good team, but uh, we're turning a lot of people and got some new talent in there, so I'm excited to... See Watch them go. grow and yeah. see who steps up this year. Should be an interesting year. What's your currently captivating positive? Well, I looked back on my notes and I don't think we talked about Thanksgiving at all. Okay. So I want to mention Thanksgiving as a positive. It's lovely. My parents moved back to the Kansas City area, so we were all together. I mean, we're always all together, but nobody had to, like, travel far, so that was nice. Um, it was Especially lo- in these times. Don't yeah. want to be traveling. No traveling. Um, it was a lovely meal. Good conversation. Played some games. Ate some pie. I love Thanksgiving. So, that was good. And then, I you know, had some days off work. That's always good. And then, also, I just want to, like... I know I'm like really late to the game on this one because this was like early quarantine for a lot of people. But Tiger King? No. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Did we talk about Tiger King on here ever? If we didn't, it, it, <laughs> I, I don't have time. The time has passed. Yeah, the time has passed. I was going to say walking. I feel like a lot of people were going on walks ah, early yes, in lockdown yes. and quarantine and all that. And I'm only, like, just now coming to to that and how wonderful a walk is. So I've been going on some walks with friends, and it's just been a ball. Okay. So that's what we're currently captivated by. Mm-hmm. Let's tell them what we're talking about next week. Next week, we are watching the movie, Sometimes Rarely. Never. Oh, you... I messed it up. Never. Rarely. Sometimes. Always. Wait, what? Is that not what it is? I thought it was Sometimes Rarely Never. Oh, my gosh. I think you are wrong. She's going to look it up. But um, 
So this came out this year, actually. No, it didn't. Really? That's... Wow. Okay. Kathy is really <laughs> unaware of this movie, guys. Oh my god, I totally butchered the title. <laughs> and the year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I write it down that way? Okay. I have no idea. It's exactly what Caleb said. Never, rarely, which sometimes, always. Without reading any synopsis or anything, I'm guessing just writing it down, I was like, is this, you know, like somebody's asking you, kind of like a doctor or a therapist, like, mm-hmm. would you say you experience this never, rarely, sometimes, always? Ooh, that's a good That's my prediction. guess. I like it. But anyway, who's it starring? Is it any names that anybody would know or... No. No, okay. <laughs> but I think I mean, this is Sharon like... Van Eden is in it. Oh, nice. And she's a good singer. Yeah. But no. I feel like there was somebody who directed. Mm. Eliza Hittman. Okay, anyways. <laughs> sorry for not doing our research prior on this one, well, guys. But we will research after. when we do the actual episode. Uh, I think this movie's got some good buzz this year, so looking forward to it. Uh... And yeah, and I'm current excited. since it's a 2020 movie, I don't yeah. think this came out that long ago, less than a year. I will. I'm comfortable saying that. <laughs> you okay, oh my man? gosh! I just read the synopsis, and I think you're right. Yes. Anyways, uh, that's what we're watching next week. I believe it's available on HBO, HBO Max. Oh, I just wrote down HBO, but it's probably it, HBO. it might be HBO Max. Yeah, because days. it came out this year, so. Yeah. It's a relatively recent one. Otherwise, maybe get it at your local public library or rent it on iTunes or Amazon. I think that about covers it. You want to take us out, Kath? Call your loved ones. Please wear a mask. We'll be back next Sunday. Bye.